Well, happy Mother's Day, Desert City Church. Hopefully you were watching this from the comfort of your living room. Hopefully you're relaxing. Uh, hopefully you've called your mom today. Uh, but it's good to be here together. We're continuing our series where the goodness grows. And we're going to jump back into Mark chapter 12, uh, starting in verse 28. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked him, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, Jesus answered, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. And the second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There's no commandment greater than these. Last week, we, we started the series talking about the greatest thing that we can do is, is Jesus says, is is something internally. There's something inside of you. You love God with all of your heart. There's some sort of a transformation that takes place in your kind of inner world that you get right. And when you love God with all of your heart, there's all sorts of just great ramifications from that. Uh, The heart is something that's physical, as we talked about last week. Uh, But then Jesus moves to a language that's spiritual. He says, also love God with all of your soul. Not just with all of your heart, but also with all of your soul. It's something that is spiritual. It's something that is eternal. We're spiritual beings. And Jesus is saying this, that that not only do we love God with with all of the the physical part of our our body, of our life, but also this this spiritual realm that that we live in, that we inhabit. So what is the soul, and how do we love God with all of it. It's, uh, uh, I think this quote's been attributed to C.S. Lewis. He got it probably from someone else. But he said something like this, that you don't have a soul. You are a soul. And you are a soul that has a body. For the writers of scripture, they would define uh, the, the soul as the, the essence of, of your personality and your inner self. It's a huge part of your identity. It's the thing that lives on. It's the thing that is eternal. It's also the thing um, that, that helps us with our, our decision making. Um, you might even say like the conscience. It's, it's something that we, we find conviction in. It's some, something that the Holy Spirit can get a hold of inside of us. It's the core of who you are as an eternal being. And Jesus says to love God with all of your soul. I think this is a great topic, especially for Mother's Day, because moms out there have good souls. What, what moms put up with, what moms uh, take on, uh, it's definitely evident right now with the stay-at-home order. Just to watch Marcy in our household, um, the amount of responsibility and weight that she carries. You know, usually I'm off at work, but now I'm like, it's right in my face every single day. And there, there's something about her soul that is just poured out every single day for children. And when we love God with all of our soul, there, there's certain things that I think happen in us, in our relationship with God and with the world around us. Uh, the first is this, is that when you love God with all of your soul, uh, th- there is this glimpse of something bigger than personal happiness. When you love God with all of your soul, there's this glimpse of something bigger than just personal happiness because the soul is connected uh, the, the, the soul is connected to others, it's connected to eternity, it's connected to our God. And when, when you're in, in tune with loving others in this way, there, there's something that's so much bigger than just the self. It's not your life, it's no longer about just the self. It's about there's something with the soul that is so important here. And, and you're attached to something much bigger, a bigger story, 
a bigger family, a bigger group of friends, uh, relationship with our God. You get this glimpse of something bigger than just personal happiness. When you're loving God with your soul. Uh, Also, when you love God uh, with all of your soul, you connect with people at at their depths. You you touch them at their depths, and you leave a permanent mark. You you might hear, like, people use this language of, like, that spoke to my soul, or that was good for my soul. Um, It's a different kind of emotional experience. Uh, There's a, a place that we connect with each other um, where it's just good for the soul. It connects in the depths of a person. This week, our men's group was reading through uh, 2 Timothy, and we came across this passage, and I felt like it was such a good shout-out because it's Mother's Day. But Paul is writing a letter to Timothy, and Timothy is one of the young, dynamic leaders of the early church. And in uh, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 3 through 5, uh, as Paul writes to Timothy, he says, I thank God, whom I serve as my ancestors did with a clear conscience, as night and day I constantly remember you in my prayers, recalling your tears, I long to see you so that I might be filled with joy. And I am reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice. And I am persuaded now lives in you also. So as Paul is talking to Timothy, he gives this shout out and he says, who you are in your inner being, this this faith that you have. Then he goes on to say, this faith that I want you to fan, fan the flames of this faith. There's there's an established foundation because of your mother and your grandmother. There's a heritage here, Timothy, that you are a part of. And because of that, I, I, I know that what is inside of you is so strong because the grandmother and the mother that has poured into you have touched something so deeply inside of you that it's left a mark forever. And then the, the third thing that happens uh, when, it, when it comes to uh, loving God with all of our soul, um, I want to I set up this last point with a quote. And, um, and, you know, with Mother's Day, sometimes I'll have, you know, Marcy come and speak with me or we'll have a guest speaker. And, and one of the things we were thinking this year is every time I have uh, someone come in and speak. Uh, if, if it's a mother, it's always fun to hear from them. But then that means on their special day, they have to prepare a sermon. They have to get up. They have to go. They have to preach it. And so we thought instead of uh, having like a guest speaker come in, maybe today, what if we just heard from the children? And so as we move into this third point, I'm going to have a bunch of children come up here. And what I think is when we hear from our children, when they speak to us about our moms, it's something it's good for our soul. And it has a connection to this last point. But um, reading, uh, just started reading this new book. It's kind of a long quote, but it, 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 it's a book called The Second Mountain, and I think that The Second Mountain uh, by David Brooks um, is uh, really good for the soul as well. But he writes this. He says, every once in a while, I meet a person who radiates joy. These are people who seem to glow with an inner light. They are kind, tranquil, delighted by small pleasures and grateful for the larger ones. These, are, these people are not perfect. They get exhausted and stressed. They make errors in judgment, but they live for others and not for themselves. They've made unshakable commitments to family, a cause, a community, or a faith. They know why they were put on this earth, and they derive deep satisfaction from doing what they have been called to do, 
Life isn't easy for these people. They've taken on the burdens of others, but they have a serenity about them, a, a subtle resolve. They are interested in you, make you feel cherished and known, and take delight in your good. Because when you love God with all of your soul, there's this joy that overflows from you, a joy that radiates out of you. So the third point is when you love God with all of your soul, joy overflows. All right, so when you love God with all of your soul, joy overflows. This is the third point. Joy joy just flows out of you to other people. And I thought one of the best ways to kind of explain this is to have um, what I think is really good for the soul and good for joy, and that's to have some of our children um, talk about uh, some of their favorite things about their, their moms. And so I've got some guests up here to help us today. You guys did a great job helping with worship. Um, yes. And uh, we're going to start, just go, I'm going to call on your name and we'll just go through a couple different um, uh, questions here. So um, first we'll start with, with Shiloh. Is that, is that okay? All right. Well, we'll start with you. What is your mom's favorite food? You don't know? <laughs> I don't think she knows. Okay, we'll go to Kyla. No, actually. Oh, Shiloh's going to answer. Go ahead. One of her favorite food is sweet potatoes. Potatoes? Does she like them mashed or baked? She, like, she likes them cut up. Like them cut up? Yeah, that's great. That's really and good. And she puts pieces of lettuce on them. <laughs> so like a, a potato salad kind of? Or, or salad with potatoes? Is that what it is? Kind of like that. That's great. Wonderful. <laughs> All right, Kyla. Uh, what is your favorite food that your mom makes for you? Um, she makes me macaroni and cheese sometimes. Nice. The craft kind or the Annie's? Mm, the Annie's. The Annie's. All right. Very good. Very good. Um, all right. Let's go with, uh, with Micah. Um, when your mom, when is your mom the funniest? When, probably when we're like playing games together. Okay. Playing games? Like what games? Um, Mario Party. Mario Party. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> Eli, when does your mom look the most beautiful? Always. Oh, oh. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. Good answer. That was wonderful. All right, Sophia, uh, what is your favorite thing about your mom? She's always there for me and my siblings. Always there for you and your siblings. Great. Um, what do you, uh, we'll go back to Eli, what do you want everyone to know um, what do you want all moms to know about kids? Well, um, if you could talk to all the moms in the world right now, what do you want them to know about kids? Probably that like kids just like need to be loved by their moms, and it's just like great when like if there's fighting, it's not as like it's the kid can't thrive, so it's like it's better when everyone's loving each other. Awesome. How about you, Sophia? What do you think that? Uh, all the moms out there should know about kids. Um, yeah, kind of what Eli said. Like, we just need to be loved because some kids in the world aren't. And so it feels good to be loved. Cool. All right. <laughs> and then, Kyla, how does your mom remind you of Jesus? She's nice to me, and she's, yeah, she's just nice, <laughs> like God is. 
mm. and kind and loving. Awesome. And Micah, how does your mom remind you of Jesus? Um, because she's like, um, she helps me with homework and she keep, she comforts me in bad times. Mm, that's good. All right. Do you guys want to say Happy Mother's Day? To everyone out there? <laughs> Ready? One, two, three. Happy Mother's Day! Awesome. Great job. <laughs> that was awesome. Now can you do your favorite colors? 